Welcome to Life Planning 101, brought to you by Kennedy Financial Services of Eastland. Tune in every Monday morning at 8.30 on KATX and KWBY, and again on Saturday morning at 9 on KATX and KWBY, as Angela Robinson joins Terry Slavens to share important financial information to help you live life on purpose. Insurance, investments, estate and tax planning, and much more. All covered now on Life Planning 101. Welcome in the final Life Planning 101 of 2019. Terry Slavens with you, joined as always by Angela Robinson. Good morning, Angela, and happy uh, holidays. Happy, yes, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. We're almost into the brand new year, 2020. Can you believe it? Our Saturday listeners will be 2020. They will be 2020, which is uh, perfect for today's show. We're going to be talking more about that 2020 vision that we promised. Don't you love that 2020 vision? I love that, and it's amazing. Your dad was the first one that brought that up on his show several weeks ago traveling over the holidays i heard a lot of 2020 2020 vision, vision. love so, it you know i mean different companies are using that as their but i'm gonna i'm gonna credit jim with, with yeah, of course the, yes the founding father exactly of exactly vision. exactly just same way with helping people live life on purpose Absolutely. we co- we coined that before uh you know the book was written <laughs> <laughs> so um you know but the the wonderful thing about you know the end of the year at least for me is i you know you've spent all this time with family hopefully um not pulled each other's hair out um but when you're especially I was sitting there yesterday afternoon and, um, you know, my kids are bundled up with me on the couch and we're just watching a movie and I was just thinking about how much of God's favor he's shined on our lives and how amazing it was just to be sitting there holding my boys and how special of a time that was. And, you know, I think we we all get to enjoy that, or at least I hope and I pray sure. you get to enjoy some of that over the Christmas holidays and, and really, um, you know, understand what life is supposed to be about, right? And I think that's what makes this one this time of year so wonderful and what it makes it so inspirational, right? Because you're finishing off the year strong with purpose, with everything that that you've built your life around, right? You've gotten to, to focus on what matters most. And then you're going into a new year with all of that gumption behind you and being able to say, I'm going to conquer the world. <laughs> right? Going to the gym every day. I'm going to the gym every day. Gym memberships, watch out. Brett's going to come home and start working out, I promise you. <laughs> and he'll be driving about all the... Oh, he does. He hates January, so he comes home. He really does. He won't work out in the gym. But um, I want to start out today by telling you a story of a lady named Florence Chadwick. Have you ever heard that name? That name sounds familiar, but I'm not sure where. Okay, it probably would. So she is known for it. She was the first woman that swam the 21 miles that uh, that crosses the Catalina Channel from Catalina Island to like, the California coast. Okay, mm. she also had set my gosh many international records. You know, she was the she set the record for swimming the English Channel between England and France, and she did all this back in 1952. Wow. By the way, which is absolutely amazing. Um, but what I want to tell you about her is about her first experience her first attempt swimming that Catalina channel and what it was all about so that day the ocean of course have you ever swam in the ocean in California Yes. Okay. It's not warm. No, it's it's not. Sunny California does not mean no, warm water. No, and in fact, I remember being out there for the first time as a kid, and I was watching everybody jump in the water, no big deal, and I went and jam- jumped in the water, and I was like, <gasps> you take my breath away, right? You couldn't breathe out of the whole deal. So that's on a normal day. Well, the ocean was ice cold this day she's swimming. The fog was so thick that she couldn't even see the support boats that are supposed to be following her to make sure that she's staying on track. Sharks 
were prowling so bad that the the people on the support boats were having to shoot guns, fire off guns just to get the sharks to go away. Wow. Several times, okay? After 15 hours and 55 minutes, she felt she couldn't go on. She asked to be taken out of the water. The thing that she didn't know was she only had a half a mile to go. She told a reporter afterwards, I'm not excusing myself, but if I could have seen land, I know I could have made it. Needed that carrot out there. She needed that carrot out there. So we talk about 2020 vision. How many times does that fog of life get between you and that carrot, so to speak, right? How many times do you only have a half mile more to go and you give up because you can't see clearly about what's going on? Well, that's exactly what we're going to be talking about on Life Planning 101 today is how to get 2020 vision for 2020 and make it your best year ever. In fact, make the rest of your life the best years of your life. And welcome back. Segment two, Life Planning 101, 2020 vision, Angela. 2020 vision. Imagine, just imagine being Florence Chadwick, half a mile to go to swim across the entire Catalina Island, you know, from Catalina Island to the California coast. Those conditions we talked about, sharks, cold water, fog, and have given up and not realizing you only had a half a mile to go. Wow. Wow. Yes. But you got to ask yourself, be honest with yourself. Have you done that? Absolutely. In life. Yeah. We all have. (laughs) We all have, right? And if you're not telling yourself the truth, you you, you need to work on some other lessons. You may need to just go go to the internet for a while. Stay tuned. Yeah, browse browse our learning center for a while. Um, About progress starts by telling the truth, right? But um, it's so true, though. I mean, we we give up all too soon on, on too many things. And why is it? And I think, you know, I think life gets busy. I think it's busier now than it has been. I was looking at this deal on a, a Twitter it was a couple of days ago or something that it said the difference between doing business in 2000 versus 2020. And it was talking about in 2000, you know, you worked yourself to death. It was all about uh, the the income that was coming, coming in. It didn't matter about the bottom line. And it said you had to have a ton of real estate, right? Sure. And today it's all about creating a life balance and having remote workers and the bottom line profit, making things most efficient. And think about the difference in that in 20 years. That's a huge. Difference. That's a huge yeah. difference in twenty years. Okay, well, you look. You look at your big box stores going to all the remote checkout. Exactly. Exactly. And part of that is for bottom line, and part of it's because they can't find workers. Exactly. And you think about so you think about the the changes there, and is it all good? But what what was the key part? They wanted a work life balance. Why was that? Because I think life is actually busier than it was twenty years ago. We have a lot more technology. I remember. Getting on the internet was an ordeal, okay? Oh, yeah. you, you had to turn on that computer. It took five minutes just to boot, right? All those okay. noises it used to make. Yeah, yeah, you go get your coffee, start your coffee, and then yeah, then you get on, and then, oh, now we got to do the internet, and you hit the little double-click, the little thing there, and it goes, I'm not going to do it. So anyway, so you're on your second cup of coffee before you're even online, right? And then you go to AOL. And then it's slow. And then it's slow as all get out, right? And, you know, so we had time. Think about that. Really think about that. You had time to breathe and think and focus. Well, 20 years has gone by. Now, what's the first thing? What's the first thing you do when you roll over in the morning? First thing I do? Yeah. Check my clock. Check your clock. Okay, well, you're good. You know what I do? I grab my phone. 
Oh, really? Yep. It's my alarm clock. That's my second. It's my alarm clock, right? Yeah. So I grab my phone. What's the first thing I do? I go to my devotion, which is okay. That kind of motivates me. It's enough to get me out of bed, right? <laughs> but if I'm lucky, this morning we had a client pass away. I had that on my iMessage. So I immediately did what? Started doing stuff. Right. Think about that. Think about the change in things. Is that is that good? Is that bad? Well, I think it's I think it's great in the world of efficiencies and being able to think make things move faster and being able to my goodness, I could work at five AM this morning, right? And get some things done and taken care of before the day even got going. But is it good mentally? Probably not. Probably not, right? Um, I heard a coach several years ago uh, tell me and I've followed this rule entirely in fact i was i was sharing it with a friend the other day i do not look at the news in the morning when i get up out of bed i wait until i'm in my car big reason for that you start the news what what do they talk about on the news anything good no it's all negative it's all negative so what's that do to your mind mindset the rest of the negative day? mindset negative mindset for the rest of the day so what are you for your kids when you get them out of bed negative what are you for the office when you go into the office <laughs> exactly what are you your for spouse? yourself your spouse everything right okay so is that the really the way you want to start your day absolutely not absolutely not so don't okay so there's step one just don't look at the news stay away way. from the news right stay away from the news wait till you wait till you get to a place that you can say yeah those are the worldly problem problems god's got those we'll keep praying and keep doing what we can do right you got to get to that strength point that you can keep moving past that but that fog gets so thick because it's so easy to consume us that fog it, the fog of your phone the fog of technology the fog of the bad news that's out there whatever it is going on there's just too much fog and you've not been able to figure out because it's happened so fast that it started to consume your life you need to get fog lights so you can see through that fog. exactly i love that fog lights we're going to use that so so when it gets thick and we lose sight of our vision our goals our destiny we give up and sometimes we give up without even knowing it. How many times have you said this year, my gosh, where's this year gone? Just in the last few weeks, we've said it numerous times, okay. even on this show. Yeah, even on this show, right? So the, the year has gone by so fast. Why is that? Is it because you were so focused on your goals and your vision and your destiny? Or was it because it was cluttered with the other things of life? probably clutter right yeah if we're being real honest with ourselves that's exactly what happens we get cluttered down with all these other things so 2020 is upon us and i have a challenge for you this year i want you to focus on your vision being 2020 you making that destiny those goals your vision your focus and how are you going to remove that fog well we're going to give you some questions when we come back on the show, if you're driving, do not write. You can go back to the show online. But otherwise, if you've got a pen and piece of paper, grab them because I want you to write down these questions. I want you to focus on them so you can make 2020 the year of your vision and your destiny right here on Life Planning 101. Final segment, Life Planning 101. We're talking 2020 vision with Angela. Yes, and it's upon us, right? I mean, if you're listening Saturday, you're in the midst of it. I hope you ate your black eyed peas, right? Okay, so 2020's here. Do you want 2020 vision? Really want 2020 vision? Um, you know, I just mentioned before, during the break, I'm, I'm in a mode of decluttering. And I think that's just my mindset all around is just declutter life, whether it be physically, whether it be the drawers in your house that drive you nuts when you try to open them and you can't close them back and you're you shoving stuff in there. Yes, shoving stuff back in there. Can't get it closed, right? What else can we fit I in there? We were the only ones and no, no, you're, you're, you're normal people. Um, so. <laughs> 
um, you know, or, or the garage or whatever it is, you know, decluttering life. And I'm just kind of in that mindset. And so, you know, as I, I wrote this article, and I encourage you, by the way, go on our website and you can get this if you are listening, you know, kennedy-financial.com. Sign up for our newsletter. It's going to be in our newsletter, 2020 Vision, this week with all of these questions and with all of this uh, content. And of course, you can re-listen to the podcast as well. But, you know, the thing to remember is the finish line. And we forget that. We get forget that because we get bogged down in the fog. I want you to think about when you're driving. I really want you to put this visual into, into perspective. Have you ever driven in fog? Absolutely. Okay. All right. How far can you see? Not very far, usually. Not very far. Does fear ever come over you? Absolutely. Absolutely. What does fear do to you? What does it do to your body? Tenses you up. Tenses you up. Okay. If you were in a wreck, what would happen? Probably more injuries because you're tense. More injuries because you're tense. Think about all, is any of that good that we just asked this no. question? No, none of that's good. Okay. We do this to ourselves every single day. We're so nearsighted. We're looking at two inches from our face. You know that book, uh, uh, Don't Worry About the Small Stuff Because It's All Small Stuff, right. right? We're so consumed with that small stuff. And it's got us It's got us worried. It's got us frustrated. It's got us in fear. And we're living in that environment every single day. And we're tense because of it. So what's it do to the rest of our life? Crash, 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 right? Injury, 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 right? Ourselves and everyone around us. When what should we be focused on? The future. The future. That finish line, right? Yes. How far is it down the road? We can't drive in the fog. That pull carrot. over and use that time for something else if that's what you need to do. You know, it, these mornings like we have this morning where your windows, if you don't have a garage or a carport, and your windows are iced over. Yes. Uh, you have two choices. Either wait, mm-hmm. turn it on, heat it, mm-hmm. melt it, or try to make it. And you're tense. Yes. And I mean, you're scared. Yes. And you're, and you know, by the time you get to your destination, you're frazzled. Yep. That's right. So let's defog. What do you say? Let's do it. Let's defog. So let's go through some of these questions because what does removing the fog mean? And as I was thinking through this, I thought, you know, that's not that's not the same for everybody, because some people have their vision perfect they know what god has called them to do they've got this destiny out there they know what they're supposed to be doing but they're not doing it and why aren't they doing it so you have those people you have those people that need um what joel osteen calls a re-anointing on their life right they need to have something burning inside of them and to find that vision in the first place right so you got that two ends of the spectrum and everything in between so I think what this is this is designed to do is is really kind of figure out where are you at and then what do you need to focus on first and as you move forward you can come back and revisit it. You know, we uh, talk about our eight life planning issues with every single family we work with and we do it on a proactive basis whether that's incumbent on them or not at that time in their life. And the reason we do that and we do it as a refresher 2020 we'll do it as a refresher. The reason we do that is it's it's may not be incumbent on them then. But as they progress and become more successful, it will become incumbent on them. So to be proactive isn't that much better than being reactive. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, your life planning in your own personal sense is no different, right? So do you need to set goals? Yes. Okay. 
So if that's you, then that's where you start. Do you need to set goals? And um, I, I should have wrote down some books here, and I, I'm going to try to think off the top of my head. One of the one of my favorites, okay, is and I think it's like uh, something laws of successful people. Um, and it, one of the chapters talks about beginning with the end in mind, and it has some very very wonderful questions in there that they ask. And you know, one of the questions that I always ask is, um, you know, if we're sitting here five years from today, and you're looking back over those past five years. What has to happen for you to feel successful about your progress? And that's not just in business. We're talking personally, physically, uh, spiritually, family-wise, you know, everything. Take every facet of your life and ask yourself what's there, okay? And maybe you don't know. Maybe you don't have any any vision or anything burning right now, and you need to go searching. So, you know, read books about your destiny. Get close to God. Start searching His Word and, and figuring out what that fire really is inside of you and what you're meant to do and focus on that, right? Maybe you already have those goals. Maybe you've gotten so busy by the fog. All you need to do is get back on re- track. Kindle that fire, right? So maybe go back to some things that you've written down in past years. I keep a, um, and I've done this, gosh, I don't know, um, as long as I've been in a professional environment, I keep what I call a master list. And it's just a yellow piece of paper. Probably need to update to something technology-wise, especially. But if, it works. Yeah, but if it works, it does work. Okay, so I keep a master list. And what that master list is is things that I know I can't do or can't touch this year. And I'll add it to that master list because it, it intrigues me. It sparks me in some way. It's something that I think I might want to do or it's a great idea or, you know, something. But it's not something that I, I'm going to be able to touch or get to. And so rather than saying, oh, I don't want to miss that or how am I going to remember that or, you know, what what's going to happen, I just add it to that master list. And about this time, every single year, in fact, this is, this is my goal tomorrow, um, is I will go back over that master list and ask myself, is there anything that's burning that I, I want to do this year? That you move off of yes, that list. Yes, m- move off of that list. But at least I've got that list. So revisit those goals. Go back and look at past notes, past books that you've highlighted, whatever it might be that helps you renew that, right? Stress is also reasonable goals. Reasonable goals, yes. Like I said, oh, that yeah. master list. You know, and I think um, there's a thing. Uh, what's the deal about SMART goals, right? So SMART goals need to th- – this is an acronym, so I might need some help. They need to be specific. They need to be measurable, okay? Attainable. Uh, attainable yep. Realistic, and within, a, and you need to have a timeline. Timeline. Form, yep. And always think work backwards in timelines. So if you want to accomplish this, if it's going to take you five years, then what needs to be your three-year goal? Then what needs to be your one-year goal? Then what needs to be your six-month goal? Then what needs to be your three-month goal? Your two-month goal? Your one-month goal? Your one-week goal? Right? right? And get yourself down to a day. And what are you going to accomplish this week? And you, you write that down, right? So that's very, very important. Here's another question. Do you need to motivate yourself, revitalize yourself, so to speak, right? I came to a truth about myself a couple months ago. Um, I had found myself getting so exhausted at the end of the day. I was just like a zombie by the time it was nighttime uh, to put our boys down to bed. And you know how they make cartoon jokes about this? You sit in front of the TV and you don't even know what's on the TV because your mind's running in eight million different directions. Well, that was me. And this was becoming a habit that I was doing every single night. And one of the things I realized is that was making me even more tired. So why was I doing that? So I needed to rechange that habit. And as soon as I rechanged that habit to something that actually put good stuff in, right. then guess how I was waking up in the morning? 
better. Motivated. Motivated. Yeah, I was ready to go. The old garbage in, garbage out. Exactly, exactly. And I was getting nothing in, nothing out, <laughs> right? And there was, there was nothing there. So maybe it's going in your bedroom and stretching. Maybe it's t- sitting there and just praying. Maybe it's reading, doing your devotion at night. Uh, maybe it's just having a conversation with your spouse and you go to bed at the same time. Whatever that is, you know, that motivates you or revitalizes you, you know, make sure you're doing that on a daily basis. Um, oh, yeah, this was really, really good. So I got, <laughs> I read this book as we were driving this last week uh, by Andy Stanley, and he's talking about you do, you can't create things overnight, nothing overnight. Think in, in the most, the biggest example is your health. If you want to be in good health, can you accomplish good health overnight? No. But what do people try to do? Let's let's go on this fasting Bad. diet, not spiritual, but we're just going to go on this fasting diet. And and by the way, I'm going to do 90 minute workouts for the next six days. <laughs> Unre- Ouch! Unrealistic. Unrealistic, un- unsustainable. What well, doesn't happen that way? So, but if you do it all the time on a consistent basis, you know, three to four days of 30 minutes a day of exercise, and you eat right, what ends up happening? It all becomes habit. Yeah, it becomes habit and you're in good health, right? You find yourself in good health. Well, that's everything in life, right? Is you've got to find these little measurables of something that you can create as a habit, not just go jump off a deep end and and hope it's going to happen, right? That's the biggest. And the same goes with your faith. The same goes with your uh, occupation, with your education. Everything you've ever accomplished in your life, did you do it overnight? Think about it. Really think about it. You never did. It took you years, maybe decades to accomplish it. So what's different about today? What's different about what's in your heart today? Nothing. Nothing. Set that frame of mind so you don't have, you know, these these expectations that are going to fail. Do you need to a plan? Do you need a plan or someone to hold you accountable? Yeah, you're yes. shaking your head. I, I think, you know, I think as human beings, we all need that. And I think we're amiss if we say, I, I know enough. You know, even wise King Solomon, right? In the Bible, he was the wisest man ever. And he said that he surrounded himself with advisors all the time. Being able to surround himself with those people is what made him And most wise. great leaders have done that. Yes, every great leader. Think about all the, I mean, if you went to any billionaire, I can bet you, I bet you everything in my bank accounts that they have had multiple people that have helped them along the way and that have been there to hold them accountable. So find that person or find that plan that does that. Do you need a roadmap to get you there? You know, maybe, um, you know, some of us, I, I find this uh, interesting. My husband and I are very polar opposites in some ways and we're very much alike in some ways, but you know, I'm a very roadmap person. That's my theme. So when he gets a goal in his mind, you know, he'll come to me and say, help me, help me roadmap this. And, you know, of course, that's, I think we all need it, but some of us can do it better than others. And if you can't do it, you need to get help. You're, you're hustling me along here. I told you I could get through these questions. <laughs> uh, do you need a life vest to keep you floating when the world is trying to sink you? This is a powerful one. You need to pick out a life vest today when the world tries to sink you. Because is it going to sink you the more successful you get? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, the closer you get to God, what happens? Devil comes after you, right? Yes, exactly. And the same is true with success. Do people like successful people in general? No. No. Because they're jealous. They are, and they will try to sink you. So get that life vest ahead of time to keep you floating. And, you know, you need a plan for when you do fail. 
This is a biggie. I went to a, a wonderful service uh, for a, a friend's mother who passed away this last week, and one of her grandkids said um, she always taught them that if they fail, they need to get back up. Now, they could sit on the sideline for a little bit, but they needed to get back get up. Get back in the game. That's right. So you need to plan, and maybe it's a person. Maybe it's your faith. Maybe whatever it is, but you need to plan for when you fail, not if you fail, because the greatest, greatest accomplishments of life come out of failure, not win. Okay? And there's only one difference between the two, giving up. Right? So don't let that be you. Don't let that be you half a mile out like Florence Chadwick that couldn't see her destination, so she gave up. The road to success and the road to failure are almost exactly the same. That was written by Colin Davis, okay? And so if you want 2020 vision in 2020, you need a plan to remove you from that fog every mile along the way. Don't miss it. Make sure you go on to our website. Download this for yourself. It might be the most invaluable piece of advice that we can give you all year long. God bless everyone. Happy New Year. My name is Angela Robinson with Kennedy Financial Services here in the great state of Texas in a great town called Eastland. Thank you for joining us for Life Planning 101, brought to you by Kennedy Financial Services of Eastland. Tune in every Monday morning at 830 on KATX and KWBY, and again on Saturday morning at 9 o'clock on KATX and KWBY for more Life Planning 101. Advisory services offered through Smart Money Group, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Securities offered through Calton & Associates, Incorporated, member FINRA, SIPC. Kennedy Financial Services, Incorporated is an independent of Calton & Associates, Incorporated, and Smart Money Group LLC.